0: Would you say, in hindsight, like this was one of the most fun trade deadlines for the MLB? Oh,
1: for sure. But the other thing that made it so fun is you got the NBA stuff going on around it with the draft. So you're just living on Twitter. You're like, NBA, MLB. Oh, NHL mixed in here? Oh, great. And going into that, I want to segue into NHL. But before we go into NHL, I just want to talk about a few other deals that have been announced. So we got Kyle Lowry getting getting announced officially, three years in Miami. I have one two year nine million dollars yeah. Sacramento T- huge
0: league league altering deal.
1: Yeah, TJ McConnell four years thirty five mil to stay in Indiana. Jeff Green to Denver. Was. That means they're making the playoffs. Yeah. Next to year. Michael Green to Denver two years seventeen million. So they love the Greens. Um. <laughs> the the thing I find interesting though is Jimmy getting the extension, so he is now just going to be a Heat lifer at this point. I think. Um, this is last big contract I'd expect.
0: Hold on. Um, I have
1: some really
0: sad news to break to our listeners. Front Office Sports just released a graphic saying the gold medal bonuses around the world and how they compare from country to country. How much do you think a gold medal counts for an Olympian in the U.S.?
1: Aren't they like 10K, 20K?
0: 37 and a half. Oh, okay. How much do you think someone from like Kazakhstan gets? 2,500. 250,000. How much do you what? think someone from Italy gets? Well, now I'm going to go up, four hundred thousand. Two hundred thirteen. How much do you think someone from Canada gets? Three fifty. Sixteen thousand. How much do you think someone from Singapore gets? This is the last one. Well, oh, Singapore, um, fifty
1: thousand. Seven hundred and thirty-seven thousand. Oh, Dude what are we doing dude i want to move to singapore and how game. are we not
0: paying our olympic athletes to be the best athletes in the world I mean, there's so many
1: elite ones that like why do you have to pay
0: something i learned we haven't as a swimming like swimming country we haven't watched the im relay mm-hmm. since the 80 olympics when we didn't travel to the olympics yeah so like they're still getting paid Thirty-seven thousand dollars to win the event that they've historically always won. While Singapore, yeah, it's just like, come on, what the fuck? Like that's so insane. That's just, yeah, aren't they? I think it was this year's the first year that Olympic athletes and Paralympic athletes are getting paid the same for medals, like their bonuses for yeah. medals, which is good. But just looking at that in comparison, like, hold on, the Philippines, two hundred thousand dollars, Sam.
1: Yeah, hell? I see that Hungary 168. Oh,
0: man, that's insane to think about. Where we're like the yeah, best but, Olympic yeah, but at least, country.
1: Yeah, but at least our Olympians get cool Nike and Ralph Lauren uniforms. So I mean, <laughs> that is true. We're not getting uh,
0: sponsored by like Asics.
1: Yeah, or Puma <laughs> or Peak.
0: Well, P- Puma
1: is Puma's uh, only is cool.
0: Jamaica. Yeah, it's only cool for Jamaica.
1: But I saw other countries. I think Russia's or not Russia. Um, one like one of the other like, not Brazil, they're Nike. Um, it might have been like South Korea or something. It's like Puma. like just all. I these. could see South. No, South Korea's got or that. No. Like,
0: Umbro. That's they're they're like Umbro. We are really falling
1: off. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Look at us. Well, and, and we haven't even dove into Blackhawks yet, which we got to dive into because, guys, listen, we took a little week break from recording because there's a lot going on. I actually. Went to the United Center on Business, had some stuff to take care of there. Skated. Jack, I skated on the practice ice. Yeah. Florida boys aren't meant to skate. That will probably be the Instagram for caption when I finally post the picture. Just saying. <laughs> Sneak preview of my IG. But it was so cool. It was so sick. We couldn't go to certain parts because there were players in there at the time. But we got to skate on the ice. We got to like sit on like the bench. Like It was so dope. And then we were at the united center and we were in like the business office side of things and we got like private access it was so dope it was really cool but it, you know a little thing that happened was i t- i don't know if i told you yet jack i'm thinking about quitting um the city off campus
0: oh. because
1: good old stan came down he saw me skating on the ice because there's oh. like a little watch area you know yeah what he you was say? watching me he was just like damn you look like a right winger and we're thinking about flipping cane Do you want to – they're like – I said to him, he's like, hey, would you want to come out, try out? And I'm like, listen, I don't want to play ECHL. I don't want to play AHL. I only want to play at the UC. He's like, you know what? If you sign for just, you know, around a million, a million, no guarantees, we got you locked up. I don't
0: even know if the Hawks have a million in cap space right
1: now. I I signed the deal. I signed the deal. Oh, my God. So So who – so they, someone's gonna get released on the next day. Oh shit! We're training Kane for me, dude. It's a shit. it's a huge honor. I'm flying back up to Chicago in about a week for the press conference. Not bad, so dude. Well, but I did. But skating, dude. That ice, n- no ice, no nicer ice rink I've ever been to. You know, like when you go to ice rink sometimes. Boy, like it a is little, a pro training facility. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But it's like a little choppy. Dude, the Zamboni came on before and after. It was all nice. Dude, they have a custom Zamboni where it's like Blackhawks. And it's in this like black and gray, like custom paint job. It's so it really, cool. Were you
0: not allowed to take a picture of it? Because it was so exclusive. No, we,
1: no, they wanted us to take a picture. I didn't want to be that guy. But other people took pictures of the Zamboni. <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty dope. It was, it was pretty dope. But yeah, you know, Kaner. Sorry, Kaner. But, you know, I'm taking your spot. But speaking of taking spots... I want to talk about first before we jump into some of the big acquisitions. I've still – I feel like I understand it now. I did a lot of research on it. It was the Tyler Johnson deal when he got traded for the rights to Brent Seabrook. I thought Brent Seabrook basically said, I'm injured. I can never play again. Right. How are they able to trade his rights? Like are they still paying off his contract? I was confused with how that's so. So – I thought you would know, Mr. Hockey. So it's kind of like how –
0: like what the Hawks did with Hosa, with um, what like Detroit did with Pavel Datsuk, like you just trade the rights away to another team who like technically takes that long-term IR and then they like use that as cap relief. So Tampa is technically using Seabrook's contract mm-hmm. as relief and they're able to move Johnson who he was getting scratched a couple times. He's making right. $5 million. He's a playoff-type player that yeah. fell out of favor in Tampa. Their coach loves him. John Cooper couldn't say enough good things about him, but that type of deal where Seabrook's money won't count against their cap, but it relieves right. cap somehow. It's some stupid freaking loophole. I know. It was HL. so weird because when I saw Brent te- Seabrook ev- got yeah, traded, I it to you. That. I thought
1: they were making a joke.
0: No. And, and a lot of people thought it was because, like, Oh, Tampa's going to do the same thing they did with Kucherov. They're going to have him sit like Seabrook sit for the year. They're going to bring him back for the cup. It's like, no, like see, Seabrook ain't playing. Like, he, yeah. He's done. Yeah,
1: I mean, he's been out two he's, seasons. Now. He's like, cutting it. Yeah. And, yeah. and
0: I, I think he would have wanted to play in Chicago before yeah, Tampa. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, who, who am I to assume that? But um, I, I think, John do you Corn- mind if Cornville? I just Jump into all of
1: these. Was lost loss in the expansion. Yeah, yeah, jump in.
0: John Quinville was taken by Seattle in the NHL expansion draft, which is literally the worst player that could have been selected from Chicago. Uh, Seattle had a absurd strategy going into the expansion draft. They went for potential instead of what they could get now. And, I mean, the Hawks had a couple of good guys they could have taken. They took yeah. a guy that – got scratched every day
1: but they didn't
0: because they're absolute morons um the big deal that went on and i was tracking it while i was on the way to a lake house last weekend hawks traded for seth jones and a sixth round pick next year for boquist a second round this year and then they flipped first rounders in last week's draft and then Jones signed an eight-year, $76 million deal that made him the third highest-paid defenseman in the NHL. I put an NFL in my notes because I'm a freaking moron. Um, I think Seth Jones has a lot of pressure now because you're getting paid like the best player in the league and you got traded for like the best player in the league and you're in a giant market and they basically just said, hey, you got to be good or else a lot of people are going to be on your ass. Um, yep. And the thing that well, really is Chicago. Assured yeah, the thing that really assured this reopening of the playoff window, Hawks traded a bag of pucks, this guy named Mikel who I've never even heard in my life. I didn't even think this was a real person. They traded him for the rights to Marc-Andre Fleury. Vegas was in the same situation as Tampa. They were like, holy shit, we're up against the cap. We need to move some people. They extended Leonard because the Hawks traded Leonard to Vegas for Malcolm Subban, who's no longer on the team. And then the Hawks ended up trading a bag of chips for Marc-Andre Fleury, who won the Vesna last year, best goalie in the league. Mark said, I'm probably not going to play. I'm going to retire. And then he changed his mind because he's obviously wants to look awesome in that
1: red. Oh, yeah. Awesome Blackhawk look- logo. I was worried we were going to give him back to the Penguins for nothing.
0: Yeah, and I was worried about that, too. I heard he wanted a reunion with Crosby and to run it back again. And I said, no. Oh, like- hey, man,
1: Malkin and Crosby. Yeah, like,
0: dude, I you don't need that. Like, you got Kane and Taze. Like, that's pretty cool. I'd say you got a pretty good, pretty oh, yeah. good quarter on it with. And I've right always here.
1: wanted him to be a Blackhawk. Yeah, I've he, always he's such wanted a, him on. Such the a
0: team. cool, such a cool cat. Great guy that they got. Um, they ended up not re-signing David Camp or P. S. Suter. Who P. S. Suter got a big contract, I think, from Detroit. Or he's in the works of getting a multi-year one, look, it's fine. Like he was a smaller player, whatever David camp. He's a third, third line center who can't handle the puck on a stick. That's fine. <laughs> um, they, they signed this Jujar Kara center from Edmonton, who is an absolute grit ball who should come in and just start smoking people. Same thing with this Jake McCabe defenseman they signed for four years. Apparently Jake McCabe has been a fan of the Hawks his whole life. And I retweeted a video a while ago of him uh, absolutely cementing Taylor Hall into the boards. This guy looks like an absolute killer. So the Hawks are literally turning back the clock and saying, let's try to run it back one more time. I don't know if this is going to work. They have a ton of young players like – this first round pick from last year, this German Luke Reichel, who needs to be good um, and the young defensemen that they have need to be good. But every move that they've made that I've just said, says we want to make another run with Kane and Taze before these contracts they have right now are expired and they'll cross that bridge on. I, I think they'll sign them the cheaper deals again, but I hope, um, but it just says like, Hey, let's, fucking do it again and i'm all the way knuckle deep back into the hawks and i'm all the way knuckle deep back in because they just announced that they were going to make the investigation findings public which is huge yeah so that on that front that's big but yeah i'm all the way back in on the hawks
1: oh Uh, me too i I mean it went from a rebuild to a retool just (laughs) like the cubs (laughs) Dude, they, they
0: moved so many people. No, stop it, Sam. You need to fucking chill out because they kept Kane and Taze. The Cubs got rid of Kane and Taze. You can't. This ain't happening. The Cubs um,
1: got rid of Kane and Taze? They
0: did in the form of like Rizzo, Baez, oh, and Bryant. They uh, got rid of them.
1: I was they like, you knew two them. Cubs players I didn't know existed. Mm-hmm.
0: I sure did. You didn't see them throw out the pitch in those jerseys? You must have been asleep or something. Yeah. And, and then the other thing they did, they drafted Kirby Doc's brother, which was really yeah. cool. Yeah. So I'm I'm all over how we have like two sets oh, of brothers, the brothers? now. Brothers, yeah, dude. Yeah. Really cool, awesome dude. for marketing. Woo, dude, go the, the UC
1: is literally going to be a center for family reunions all the time, every year, every winter. <laughs> just the Doc family reunion, the Jones family reunion, and just be like sections, you know? The UC, like yeah. people are going to be like the Rhinders, who are the source We only know the Docs and the Jones who? families. Yeah, who? Rindsurf, who? uh
0: So yeah, I'm all Words, the way back who? in on the Hawks, uh, and then. Couple NBA deals that I just saw come in. Gary Trent Jr. got paid 54 mm-hmm. million by the Raptors. Freaking Cork Maz got paid 15 million for three years by the Sixers. I feel like that guy is the guy on 2K who's got like a potential and he's at the age of 25. And it's like yeah. Firkin, when are you gonna figure it out, bro? Uh so maybe one day Freakin' will figure it out. Uh, I just want to
1: know is Carmelo going to LA? That's what that and D Rose. That's all I want to know.
0: I read that D Rose in New York was going to have a deal in place to bring him back, which I think makes sense.
1: No, it makes total sense. Like, if he's not coming to Chicago, I want him to be with Tibbs.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's kind of where my heart's too. It's like, just go to Tibbs. Like, you trust Tibbs. You you, like you went to Tibbs. Tibbs likes you.
1: I mean, think about every place they've gone, Minnesota, 50 point game. New York, playoff run, Chicago. I mean, MVP, like, they need their package deal. And, I mean, I'm looking at Steve Gibson, what Gibson's contract is, because I want to know if he's staying in New York, because that's important. Like Because I'm thinking, from those Bulls teams, Joe Keane's officially out of the league. Luol's out of the league. Miritich is out of the league. He's in Europe. Um, Bobby Portis is Milwaukee, but he wasn't really on those teams. He
0: just signed a deal. Yeah with, yeah,
1: with Milwaukee for two years, 9 mil.
0: Yep, good man. Oh, Zach know. Collins, three-year, 22 million with the Spurs.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, we'll take that. We'll take
0: that. Wheezy is getting a lot of reasons to not make the NBA with all these signings the Spurs are making. Like Here's the thing.
1: Fuck. Here's the thing. Wheezy is going to be – he's the next great Spur. I'm calling it right here, he's right now. He's a
0: handful, bro.
1: Next great Spur. I'm calling it like he is going to shoot the three ball. He's going to bring the Iowa grit. He's going to, I mean, he was, Iowa would Player get replay of the year. I always felt like he felt like he should have gotten more attention than he actually did. It didn't help that Luca became the best player in college basketball. The biggest shock. I wasn't shocked about wheezy. I said he would be a steal if he got drafted between 40 and 60, but anything other, like 42, like, he went 41. So I said, if anything higher than that, I would just be like, Hey, they're getting a great, like, Great player. I thought late first round to 40 was, like, great va- – like, you know, kind of where he should be, but it would be great value if it's 40 to 60. But, guys, like, Luca getting drafted 52? What the fuck? Like, how did he get drafted so high? Like, everybody was saying to me, they're like, Lucas 50 50- – like, I said for the last three years, if Luca got drafted – or two years, like, the last two big years – he got drafted 57 through 60, if not undrafted. It used to be completely undrafted. Then he became the best player in the Big Ten after his junior year. I said, okay, maybe late second round. But I had him at like 58, 59. I didn't think he'd go 60. I thought like 58, 59. 52. And then Frank Garza being the preacher he is. He's the best Twitter Yeah, He has to say, at Tyler Cook. It's only fitting, and I'm I, I'm kind of skimming through what he said. I'm paraphrasing here. It, it was only fitting that Luca started his Hawkeye career with you, and it's only fitting that Luca starts his professional basketball career with you in Detroit.
0: <laughs> Don't worry. Didn't Tyler get waived the next day or something?
1: Oh, is he not on the team anymore? I thought he was still on the team. Wait, let hold me look on. At this. i I need a double check. Yeah, yeah, he, he waved. got waved. Oh so here, my God. so here was the problem,
0: Sam. <laughs> I made a joke on the barstool account when Luca got drafted by the Pistons. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get this picture of when Luca was a freshman or sophomore with Tyler," and I had this picture and I posted it, and it was Tyler talking to Luca saying, "Did you get me a cup of coffee, Rook?" and Tyler laughed at it. Little did I know that Tyler was going to be there for the duration of a cup of coffee with Luca and they were just going to fucking wave him. Yeah,
1: dude, he literally went to Luca's press conference and then the (laughs) next day they're like, thanks for greeting him. Thanks for picking him up at the airport. They did. They're like, yo, Tyler, just
0: get him acclimated. Show him yeah. the locker room. Big him up for the airport real quick. Show, Make him feel good. Show him, good. Around, show him where, his, where his apartment is, where the players stay. Oh, and then, hey, by the way,
1: here's your one way to take yeah. him out of fucking Detroit, Tyler. The, the, Luca's like, hey, Tyler, thanks for paying for the gas. Thanks for getting me to, oh <laughs> from the airport. God. Well, dude, think about it. Luca made Tyler Cook completely irrelevant, even when he made the NBA, because people were so caught up with Luca. Luca Man. makes the NBA. Tyler Cook, who he's in the league. Wait, he plays wow. for Detroit? Oh no, he doesn't. Okay. who are we talking about here?
0: That's I'm, just like I, I just I can I, I thought I had it in the back of my head about like if Tyler got actually waived, but like that makes it so much funnier that Frank Garza like puts that out there and like makes this whole like the stars have aligned and then Tyler just gets fucking waved two days later by the
1: team. Yeah. I'm happy that Luca lost 40 pounds. So I see a little bit more he could be a Brooke Lopez type of guy, possibly. Yeah. But he's a G-League guy for two, three years. If he doesn't turn into an NBA role player, he is Europe all the way. Hold he on. lost his million-dollar shoe deal. Uh,
0: yeah, I have a quick quick something to say. The Pistons took Luca at 52. The Sixers took Charles Bassey at 53. Those are two opposite bigs. Like, yeah. Bassey is straight athleticism, projection. Like, mm-hmm. he can actually play the five for sure if he, like – physically can, or like fundamentally can make it in the NBA. Luca's fundamentally there. It's just physically, is he there? And Bassie's got all the physical tools. And you usually think in the NBA, this league that is becoming so spread and and, and fast and athleticism dominated. Wouldn't you take a late round flyer on that like Uber athletic guy that you hope you can teach the fundamentals. And you see Luca go with 52. I love Luca getting drafted, but I'm going to agree with you on this sentiment. I think he got drafted a little high too.
1: You know a hundred percent. I mean, every I, I was would say so when I watched
0: that he got drafted there, so surprised. When
1: I watch Luca run, it looks like he's wearing clown shoes. Flop, flop, <laughs> flop, 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 flop. And then like I just don't get here's my thing. He lost the 40 pounds great, but now if he's trying to post up against guys, where's the strength and where's the you know body? Like, how can he body them if he lost 40 pounds? You know right. what I mean? It's great right. to be an athletic shooter big, but he plays no defense. His feet, his footwork I've only seen the highlight vids that Frank makes. So who knows how accurate those really are. So it's just like Luca, as as a diehard Iowa basketball fan, as a guy who goes to Iowa, I wanna see Lucas shock everybody and make the league as somebody who talks sports and wants their takes to be right. I hope he doesn't, you know, do it. But I want to see him do well because, I mean, for Hawkeye basketball, if he becomes a dude in the NBA, that's huge for Fran and the boys.
0: Oh, 100%. Anytime you can say in recruitment that you brought in this guy that was ranked what and then he gets ranked what coming out of college. And then guess what? He was drafted like that. It goes a long way when it comes to recruitment and especially with the way Frank goes about it, how it's a long-term commitment. not like a, Hey, come in, get a year of work and then go to the league. Like you can come in, get your work in. You got to put your work in like Luca or did. And look what happens. The results show themselves and the Iowa programs in a better place after someone like Luca and Camp has been there. So yeah, I think this is I'm curious to see like next recruitment class, if this does like if you can see any effect if they get a nice big man or something. Um, because you know it's always it's always fun just to see how these type of stories impact a, a program, especially when you could see the impacts on like Iowa. Cause they, they're not in the top fifty for like recruitment classes. Like they're not gonna blow you out of the water mm-hmm. with like getting a four star stud from we Oak Hill. De- we develop. We develop, that's, like, what we that's do. all it is. So I mean, it's really what we cool. can see, though. We see yeah.
1: like he shot people that's, out of the that's gym. The best, that's the best story, I think. Paul he looks Kei like an NBA player. He looks like an NBA player. He plays like an NBA player. He carries himself like a pro. And he's Couldn't the most Iowan, him. Iowa guy ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he reminds me at uh, the best comparison. I think he's better than him, but it reminds me of Utah going to the league. Yeah, Utah was talent. promising
0: because Utah was like he was like a stretchy. Utah was like a more bigish, but a stretchy like yeah, scorer where like you just you knew he could he could score and get his, but you didn't know if he could fit with Joe. It's like you know he could score, you know he can fit in, and you know he can like physically do it because even just looking back at what he did in that combine and those like scrimmages, those workouts. Oh, yeah, Joe, Joe looked, points. Yeah, Joe looked really good. So. I'm really excited to see both of them, you know, hopefully get minutes in the NBA sometime this year. Yeah. But
1: it's just, it's just, I think Joe, I
0: think Joe, like, like I said, they've made a ton of signings that say you got to bust your balls and like prove that you deserve to be on the team. And I think Joe Camp has the tools to do that. But, Spurs made a lot of signings that are definitely stacking the odds.
1: Definitely happy for the Spurs to get wheezy. They need an Iowa man. Um, It just shows the Spurs love Iowa basketball players over other Big Ten schools. They don't love Indiana basketball players. They don't love Wisconsin basketball players at ACC. They don't love Pittsburgh basketball players. They don't like North Carolina basketball players. They love Iowa basketball players. They got wheezy. But over under – how long how many months does it take for the legendary, the senior peacock Frank Garza to get verified on Twitter with Luca in the league? How many months over under?
0: I'm gonna say two. I'm
1: gonna two. two. Oh bold. Two.
0: Oh bold. I think the fact that Luca is now drafted by an NBA team gives Ooh. Frank more legitimacy on the social medias that the Twitter verified could say, Hey, you're the father of an NBA player. You post five times a day, highlights of him working out. We know it's you. He's we, should just, trainer. We, we should just verify it. Do, exactly. Does Frank,
1: does Frank use his Twitter for good or evil?
0: <laughs> I think it's both. Like I, I honestly wonder if Luke has like muted his dad on Twitter. If he just like keeps those like tweets aside and just like never sees them and just keeps his dad side of Twitter out of it, because Frank's on there all the time, like hyping Luca up, and like the oh, pre-draft yeah, process is. was was really deep. I'm really curious to see what he's like when he like makes the league. If Luca like sends him any practice tape and shows him this nice drop step he had on Plumlee, he's like, oh, look at that, Dad, look what you taught me and he posts it on Twitter. Mm. Well, I'm curious to see if any of that happens, but no, I think Frank relatively soon will get verified. I mean, the guy's so active. He interacts with everybody. He is a
1: dog on Twitter. People he love him. An animal.
0: Yeah. So I, breaking I, news,
1: I, Trevor Ariza, one-year deal with the Los Angeles breaking, Lakers.
0: That's not breaking. It's Trevor Ariza, Sam.
1: It's a, Trevor Ariza. That's what's, what's breaking news.
0: That means that Iguodal is not going to go to the Lakers. Mm. I don't think they'd have Iggy mm. and Ariza. He heat did yeah and they didn't do shit for him
1: mm, we'll see
0: <laughs> i think they'll bring in mellow instead now
1: oh dude they gotta get Mello. i just
0: like, i don't think they have mellow Riza. fucking
1: mellow's a beauty
0: whoever like, the third guy we just like, like about. i just
1: wish we had olympic mellow right now i need some olympic mellow
0: once the next time the olympic basketball team plays sam i want to watch it
1: uh tonight twelve forty. Really? yeah twelve forty. i think Against who? Against Spain. It's going to be a good game. Against the Gasols.
0: <laughs> I'm going to watch. I actually can't wait. Four-year-old Pau
1: saying time. his Olympic goodbye. But the team to watch that I'm a little nervous against Team USA is Slovenia with Luka Doncic. Oh, I heard Luke He's 16-0 in international play. He's never lost a game. And this is their first time competing in the Olympics. And guess who's on the team? They'll never guess. Right. Oh, it's not Gore. It's not Gorin. It's Zoran. Zoran Dragic is on the Olympic team. It's a must see. Wait, is he like related? Oh, you didn't know who Zoran Dragic is? Yes, it's it's Goran Dragic's brother, Zoran. Dude, Zoran was on some ten days with the Suns. He played for the Heat a little bit when Dragic went over there. Dude, Zoran Dragic. Zoran looks a legend. scary. You look like someone menace. I wouldn't
0: want to see on a thirty-year-old afternoon basketball
1: court at nine a.m.
0: You that's don't, dude. It.
1: It's it's Zorn. Like that's what we say. Is it Zorn? Like, it's just Zorn. See...
0: Don't fuck with Zorn. Even
1: though Zorn's
0: wow, Zorn actually shoots the ball pretty well. All right. Zorn does have a problem though. He's not a good passer of the ball. So yeah, but
1: yeah, but that's okay. You got you got Luca. Got Luca. That's all. You, when Luca has the ball, he can pass. He can shoot, dude. I honestly will say. I'll say Giannis and Braun are the two best players in the NBA. KD is third. But I will say the best international player besides Braun is Luka Doncic. All right. I have Giannis at three.
0: Before we wrap up this episode, I got to ask you, USA, Spain tonight, who do you take? USA. They have USA at minus 800 on the money line and Spain plus 550. I'd bet – a lot of money on that spain money line like dude i would see i would give anything to see like america lose this type of game when they're minus 800 favorites if i'm a better now as an american i'd love to see the americans win obviously because they should not lose any basketball games but come on like that's a great bet
1: if you bet on spain right here so here's my problem with jack guys he's such a fair weather fan he doesn't root for Team USA, but he's what? fully – he's an American. Through I root through. for profit. He doesn't root Capitalism. for Iowa. We're an Iowa podcast, but he roots for Iowa State every chance he has. He runs Barstool Iowa, but secretly he wishes he ran Iowa State, bars, like Barstool Iowa State, whatever no, they call dude, it. That, that kid because sucks. Because yeah, you'd want to turn it around. You'd want to be the guy, praise the names. Oh, Jack McFarland, the guy who changed Iowa State Barstool forever. he finally made it good. It would be he. It would be like his dream. He would be pitching to Portnoy, like, oh, make me the face of Iowa State Barstool. Like, I would just change it forever. Listen, I liked Ames my whole life. I I saw Harrison Barnes once because he lived near. Uh, Doug McDermott lived by my house. Like, I knew all these guys. What? Oh, that's right. A, yeah, right. right. Yeah, it was right. Getting it right. Getting it right. So like. Guys, listen, you got to keep listening to us throughout this football season. We got some great stuff lined up, some really fun stuff coming. But if you want to listen to Jack's Iowa Iowa State stuff, take it with a grain of salt because it's not going to be very fair to Iowa. Just so you know, I'm giving you the heads up now. And If you want to talk Olympic stuff or World Cup stuff, Jack's probably not rooting for Team USA. He's probably rooting for like Panama or something like that.
0: I mean, I'm just down for a good profit here, Sam. That's what the betting odds say, and I'm all over them, okay? Oh, okay. So,
1: sure, so, sure.
0: So, so foo foo on me for trying to make some money and make the, the listeners some money, too. Uh, they actually won't even freaking hear this because it'll be out after the game happens. It'll be on tape delay. It won't even matter because that's another uh, final thing before we end this. That's a gripe I have with the Olympics being across, like, the ocean, like, in a different – Mm-hmm. dimension it's like dude it's a day ahead we have to stay up until midnight tonight to watch team usa play basketball i mean yeah i get it. it's the olympics it sucks but yeah like i hate it and half the time shit that i watch on tv during the day of the olympics i know isn't live so it pisses me off because i'm like i could just look up the results right now and not watch this i know but- Whatever. That's just me kind of standing on my soapbox inventing about the Olympics and how I'm I'm excited that they're gonna be in LA soon and that I forgot about them and Sam publicly shamed me about that, but I'm totally cool about it because my brain was scrambled eggs that morning. So uh like always, not the same time, same place. We will see you guys later.